Hey guys, I'm Marissa, and I'm a happy-go-lucky ray of freaking sunshine. And I'm Hannah. I'm sarcastic and mean everything I say. And, and this, this is, is our, our podcast, podcast Sun Happens. Happens. Join us every Monday. We're two girls on one podcast with a mutual love for personal growth. Let us help make your week shine a little brighter. And remember, remember sun happens. When, when you can't, can't find, find it, create it. Create that shit. Skirt, skirt. I think that was pretty good. Don't you feel cozy? I don't want to drive home drunk. I just want a little bit of wine. Oops. Oh my gosh. Too late, I'm drunk. <laughs> Are we live now? We're live. Hello. We're cozy. Loves. We're Hello, cozy. Puppets. We're drinking mellow. Earth Harvest. It's really From good. From Aldi's for five dollars. <laughs> it's the best wine I've ever had. And that's saying not very much because I she just licked the bottle like <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> Well, I did it. Well, can you quit that? No. Can you quit doing that? No. Because this episode is all about quitting the wrong things now. That's the right thing, though. Quitting the wrong thing now so that you can focus on the right things. Ooh. There we go. Ba-na-na-na. Ba-ba-ba. Excuse me. Ooh. Yeah, it wasn't my best, but I've had better. So, anyways, um, Brendan Burchard, this is the what of the episode, wrote a book about high performers, right? And what is it that high performers do that the rest of us aren't doing, right? And so they studied um, basically the top 15% of what whatever organization they were in. So whether it was athletes or whether it was a corporation or whether it was a dance studio, the, the top 15% that was considered the high performers, the, this is who they studied. And so they asked them a series of questions and they did a bunch of research and they decided like high performance, high performers can all agree that there are certain habits that make you a high performer. Mm -hmm. We're only talking about one of them today. And this is the first one that every high performer agreed on, right? And it's about having the courage to quit the wrong thing now. So whether that means quitting a job you hate, getting rid of people in your life, whether you're the boss of a, a major corporation and you have to let some people go and not because they're necessarily bad, but because they're not on the same path as you and they don't have the same vision as you, like being able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, like, some of the questions that, like, just come to my mind is, like, do you quit? Like, and if you do quit, like, how do you know it's the right time? Um, or how do you know it's the right relationship or the right career? And if not, how long do you stay in something before you quit? And is there really a right time to let go? Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of like quitting just has this negative connotation, Um and so we're going to talk about that today and why sometimes it's okay to quit the wrong things and that most high performers have quit the wrong things more than once so that they could get started doing the right things. Okay. So that's the why and the what. I think that's both. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, now we have an icebreaker. Oh, Lord. Icebreaker. Icebreaker. Yeah, yeah. Is this the icebreaker we were talking about in the kitchen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quitting the make wrong sure. things. And this is a good one. We're going to make it work somehow. Somehow. I just feel like it was really good. It was. Shout out, Wes. Do you not remember it? No, I remember. Oh, because you were like, it was really good. And I'm like, wait, she's talking in past tense. Like, she doesn't know it anymore. Okay, what is it? Was there enough room for Jack? On the door? On the door. In the water? After the Titanic sunk? Everybody knows who Jack is. Just making sure. Because what if there's some younger ladies listening to this who have never seen Titanic? Well, go get a life and watch it. Yeah, that's true. If you haven't seen Titanic... 
Pause the episode. Go rent Titanic. Go watch it for three hours. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Hours. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You need to go watch it. But when we watched it back in the day, it was two VHSs. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> we're that old. That we're old. Was. I'm 27. How old are you? <clears throat> 28. Wow. I'll be 29. When? December. Oh, so you got six months. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, I'm going to be 29. I'm like, oh, when is it? Next week? You're like, oh, six months. <laughs> it's fine. I'm basically already 29. Um... I think personally that there was plenty of room for Jack on the door. Um, and I, I get a little pissed off because I think that they gave up really fast and like you love each other, but you're just going to let go of his hand. You're mm-hmm. not going to try. Like, why couldn't both of you just had your feet dangling? Why couldn't both of you gotten on the side of it? Why did you have to be laying long ways? Like there's well, so then many they both would have died. Why? Because their, to- their toes might have fallen off, but they would have lived. No, no. Or they could, you know what? They could have. I'm gonna scientifically no. They could have put their feet up, so they could have been sideways and then just held their feet up. They weren't there all night. Rescue ships came. There were options. They gave up too soon, and I am not happy about it. There was no. They didn't give up. He gave. He did. Yeah, but she let him. I guess. What did you true. think? I think that there was enough room. However, but there's a but. There's always a but with Hannah. However. <laughs> I've seen someone in very cold water. Wesley? Wesley. Say it. Say it with your, wait, say it with your chest. <laughs> he fell into some glacier water. Like on purpose or accident? On accident. Oh. Wait, did we never tell you the story? No. He almost died? No. Yeah. Wow. We'll, we'll have to tell you the I story. I thought maybe And he someday like, on the podcast we'll tell Yeah, him. yeah. But yeah, so he fell into glacier water and... I was like, come on, babe, like, get back on your uh, canoe. You can do it. But he was literally so cold, like, he couldn't move. Really? And the rescue boat that came and got him, like, it took forever for him to get on the boat because he just had no energy. Yeah. So I guess I can understand that that water was even colder. Yeah. That they were in. However, I do think there was more room. Yeah. There was enough room. I feel like it's a mental toughness. Yeah. It was a matter of. Your willpower can be strong. Well, like, I have a story about a friend who fell into an ice-cold lake. Well, her dog first. She chased after her dog, saved him from the ice-cold tundra, and literally punched her way through ice until she got back to shore. And if she can do that, Wesley can get back on the canoe, and Jack could have been on the door. Okay? Yeah, but we just know women are stronger. That's why we have children. We do have a higher pain tolerance. That's Mm -hmm. true. So basically how that relates to this episode is quit doing dumb things. Quit the wrong things now, like giving up, so that you can do the right things. Mm -hmm. And that's how we're going to start this episode. Okay. Um, So we kind of already talked about high performers a little bit and what it means and how all high performers have quit something. Um, But like what Brendan Burchard was saying, and if you ever have the chance to look up Brendan Burchard on Instagram or his high performance um, habits book, so good. I listened to it on an audio podcast. One of the best things I've ever listened to, like life changing as far as the way your mind views things and whatever. Um, But the world's highest performers have not just a pattern, but an obvious pattern of quitting um, and they quit faster than other people, right? So like... When they know that something's not right for them, it's not a question. They're decisive. So they're not wasting their time. Yeah, and it's not for a lack of effort or whatever, and we'll go into that. But it's just there's an obvious pattern of people that succeed and perform really, really high that they quit. 
and they quit the things that they know that are not right for them. And the reality is, is you have to, like, you have to be able to know, like, this is for me or this is not for me and, and end it and stop wasting your time so that you can do the things that are, you know, within, in your purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of like, you know, what he stated that high performers are very conscious of what was right for them and what was wrong for them. Um, and so the reason that a lot of high performers are also quitting so much is because for so long and for many years of their life, they said yes to everything. Right. And, and that's normal, especially with people our age. Um, Hey, do you want to come learn about Excel spreadsheets? Yes. Hey, do you want to learn about podcasting? Yes. Hey, do you want to come here and learn about beer? Yes. Like everything is yes until, and, and it's like a way of, it's like your means of learning. Mm-hmm. Say yes to everything. Do your trial and error. But once you know what, once you know what you want, and at some point, if you want success and you want to move up, you're gonna have to like start sorting and deleting faster. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, fi- like find out what your niche is. Yeah. And like it's okay to try some things, that. and it's also okay to quit. Yeah. Some things. Um. So anyways, I mean, this will be like a short and sweet episode, but it's so interesting to see because so many times, like, what's your, like, what's your idea of quitting? Like, if I was just like, hey, like, I think I'm going to quit. Like, what would your initial thought be? Or if you wanted to quit something, what do you think people would be thinking of you? My initial quitting is like, oh, I've given up. Like, oh, okay. I've had to, I've given up on that task now. Yeah, it's and like it's negative. Kind of, it's, it is negative. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Actually, kind of like I quit recently um, going to MMA. Oh, you did decide to do I that. I did decide we to did do that. We did talk about that. Yeah, I decided to do that. And I kind of feel like when I tell people, like, oh, why did you quit that? And I was just like, well, I'm not going to be a professional fighter and I'm not going to just go in to fight just because I want to fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, like I learned the basics and I know how to like defend myself and I'm confident. And if I, if I were ever in a situation, I could get out of it. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I was just kind of doing it for the cardio. Yeah, but it's not for you and you can get your cardio running running with Harper. Like you, same cardio, well, a little different, but you're Mm -hmm. still getting cardio without paying a hundred bucks a month or whatever it may be. I don't, you know, whatever it is, but you realize that it wasn't for you and you quit and then, but still the connotation is, wow, you're a quitter. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you start something like, where did we get this idea that if we start something, we have to finish it? Right. Like. And how long was I supposed to... I did it for a year, a year and a half. How long am I supposed to do it? I mean, think about that logic, like, in relationships, right? Like, that was, like, me in my first marriage, or even before we were married, where it was like, well, I love him. I told him I loved him. I told him I was going to marry him. I have to stay. I have to work it out. I Mm -hmm. can't quit. I can't be a quitter, because then I'm going to be the one who quit. And then he's going to say I left him, and then everyone's going to think I'm the bad guy, because I left. And Mm -hmm. in all reality... Would have saved myself a lot of trouble and a lot of heartache had I just been able to be like, you know what? This isn't for me and that's okay. Yeah. Like, no one can fault you for that. But there really is just like a, like we're told in grade school, like if you start a sport, you can't quit. You're not allowed to quit or, which it's good. Like you shouldn't quit. Like you have to learn how to give effort and put in hard work. But at the same time, it's also healthy to quit sometimes. Yeah. If there's valid reasons behind it. Like cigarettes. Yeah. And smoking, because lungs matter. No one gets <laughs> mad at someone for quitting smoking cigarettes. No. You know? So if something's toxic to your life or to your peace, 
quit it, right? Mm -hmm. Anyways, we kind of got off on a tangent there. But, like, yeah, people hold on to things um, for way too long, like a business idea, right? And I think sometimes we get stuck on a business idea and we told people we were doing it and we were really excited about it. And then we're like, oh, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. And it can be kind of shameful. Like, when I was going through LuLaRoe and, you know, I talked to you a little bit about it because I knew we were going to start the podcast and whatever, but... um, it was just kind of like, wow, if I quit LuLaRoe, what are people going to think of me? Yeah, you kind of felt guilty about yeah. it. Like, I started this business, and now I'm going to quit it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, like, where I got the the inspiration for this episode right now is from a YouTube video with Brendan Burchard. First time I'd ever heard of him, um, where I Googled, like, is quitting okay? Like, I had to, you no, I had to YouTube... <laughs> Is it okay for me to quit? Yeah. Because that's how negatively I felt about quitting. You know? Mm -hmm. So I listened to this episode, which is pretty much saying all of these things that we're saying. And it was like, wow, I feel good about this. Like Mm -hmm. high performers, people who are doing their best are deciding, hey, this is not for me and I can quit. And I quit. And it wasn't for lack of effort. It wasn't for anything other than it's not for me anymore. And that's, that's fine. Um, so yeah, high performers quit things really, really, really fast. Um, and the, the big thing that he mentioned that it really wasn't about difficulty or, um, it's not about being right or wrong. It's just about being able to focus on what matters. Yeah. And like you and I have talked, um, before about like, just like your priorities. And if you're saying yes to one thing, that means you're saying no to something else. Mm -hmm. And so if I don't quit this thing I'm doing now, what else am I missing out on? Because I won't, I refuse to shut this door. Right. You know? Yeah. So again, it's not because it's wrong. Um, it's because it's not right enough and really like only, you know, what's right for you. Um, and the thing that Brendan says all the time in this episode is like, we have time, you have time and the world tells us that we don't have any time. And so like, we're, especially in the sense of like a job or a career, right? The world is like, you don't have any time. That marketing career you're in right now, you need to stay in that forever because that's right. safe and that's secure and that's comfortable and you don't have time to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we're like 27 and 30 and we have our entire lives. I mean, even if you're 50 year old, like there is always enough time to stop and do what it is that you want to do. But for some reason, we're like tricked into thinking like, no, 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 I, I need to be a county lifer. Yeah. I need those benefits. I don't want any risk. Like it's not my passion, but I'm going to stay here. I'm going to do A, B, and C. All right. And I'm still going to end up in debt and, you know, it just is what it is. Like, this is the safe route for me. Um, and so I think it's just like reminding people that you have time. You have time to quit. You have time to start again. You have time to start over. You have time to fail. Um, and then you have time to start again. Like, there's nothing but time. Mm-hmm. And then you die. But that's fine, you know. Um, and then you get more time. Yeah. And then you get more time. Eternity. Yeah. Like, really. With Jesus. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Praise. Yeah. <laughs> he is worthy. <laughs> One of my coworkers does that all the time. He'll be like, he is worthy. Yes. He is worthy. Yes, honey. Can, can you guess which coworker? <laughs> mm, I'm going to assume James. Yeah. Yes. He loves that. He is worthy. Yeah. He is worthy. Praise him, Jesus. He is worthy. Hey. <laughs> yes, brother man. Preach it. <laughs> A little bit louder for guys in the back. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, that was good. So, um, basically, like, th- then the next question is, is how did high performers know 
whether or not they should quit something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess identify what makes you really bored or miserable. Like, what makes you bored and miserable, Hannah? Small talk. <laughs> she doesn't need a job with people, clearly. Uh. Seriously, like, for, like, you like, I guess you like, you like more technological, like, structured stuff. I but, do. Yeah. But what makes me bored is, like, pushing papers all day. You know, like, I could never be a factory worker because I would just be like, oh my gosh, this is horrifying right like it was this just, is terrible yeah or like i don't like being alone i like being around people i like working with people mm-hmm. so like being in a situation where i would like if say i were like a computer person oh, yes. i worked in like it yeah i'd be miserable <laughs> you would love it so really finding like what makes you feel bored and miserable mm-hmm. and then that's number one um because here's the thing like and you, you see it in your organization Bored people aren't successful. Mm-mm. Bored people, miserable people, like they don't succeed in business. They aren't motivated. They're not. They're not productive. Like high performers are committed, and they try really hard, but they're able to realize that something needs to be cut, especially if they're bored, because they understand that bored people don't succeed. Right. You know. Yeah. So it's like, okay, find out what makes me bored, and if that's what makes me bored, then I don't need to be here. Get rid of it. And you don't want me here. You don't want me working for you. I'm not, not been, I'm not benefiting, benefiting you. Yeah. I'm not productive. Um, so, yeah, figuring out, you know, what makes you bored. Um, and then it kind of like, like, and then on top of finding out what makes you bored, knowing what makes you feel alive. Right? So figure out what makes you bored and quit those things mm-hmm. and figure out what makes you alive and start doing those things. Yeah. Like what, like just, oh, makes me so excited. Like this podcast makes me so excited. Like. Talking to people, you know, through a microphone and then hanging out with you and drinking wine and like Mm -hmm. putting together this really cool thing where people can feel like they have community and they have someone who's on their side. Like, I think that is so cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it is. Um, But I think the really hard thing is like, you have to be willing to try new things, number one. Um, But like, if something isn't right for you, like quitting takes courage because it... it requires you to admit that it's not right for you. Right. And that maybe you did something that doesn't fit or just isn't good for you. And that's hard. Like, how do you admit, like, I was wrong? You know, that's a hard thing to do. Right. Anyways, identify what makes you bored. Identify what makes you feel alive. That's point number one when it comes to being decisive about quitting. Point number two is, like, think about your legacy. Like, okay, right now as as it, you know, pertains to your job. Like, in five years, will you be proud or glad if you were still in your job right now? I hope not. You wouldn't be proud, right? I hope I I hope I'm not still in the same job. <laughs> That's what I meant. To say. Our conversation skills were working on them per the last episode. <laughs> I was halfway into my sentence and I just said the end of it. I hope not. <laughs> so you so if you still had the same job with the same position doing the same thing you would oh, not Lord, be proud. No. I would not. No. No. Yeah. No. And I think that's the question we need to be asking. Like, in five years, am I going to be proud? Mm-mm. In ten years, am I going to be proud? Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Maybe for you, it's no. But the question is, is there's two different types of proud. Like, you can do a job for a year and you can feel proud that you gave your best effort in that one year. Right. But if you're still in that job ten years from now and you're not going to be proud ten years from now that you're still in that job, then that's like an indicator that 
And that's why I'm working to get out. Hey, dab on him, dab on him, dab on him. So, yeah, like, I think it's really about, like, we're not trying to tell you guys what to do or what your purpose is, but, like, just trying to, like, prompt you, like, are you leaving a mark on the world in the job that you're in? Do you feel like you're making a difference? Like, do you know your why? And if 10 years from now this isn't going to matter and you don't want to be doing that job, then why wait? Yeah. You know, like, find what you love. I don't think we're saying go in and quit your job on Monday. I mean, if you have the means to do that, go for it. But you, in the process, you can be making steps to find a better job if that's what it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, five to ten years, are you going to be proud? Um, That's really, like, the easiest question. So think legacy. Think about what you want to bring to the table, what you want to leave in this world. And then lastly, um, release those who are not ready. And this is kind of what we talked about, like, if you're on a team or even a friendship, right? Like say you and I are friends and like we start out this podcast and we have the same vision and we're excited about it. But two years down the road, I want to continue exactly what we're doing. And you're like, no, I want bigger. I want better. Like Mm -hmm. at some point, if I'm not on the same page as you and I'm not willing to get on the same page as you, then you need to let me go. Right. And it's not necessarily wrong. Goodbye, Satan. Bye, Felicia. Like it's not because I'm wrong and it's not because I did anything wrong. But we're on two separate wavelengths. We're right. On, we're not on the same page. And, like, if, if you're you're wanting to go to the mountaintop and I'm okay with just being down here in the valley. See ya. It doesn't work. Right. You know what I mean? And so sometimes you have to let people go um, because they're not ready to go where you're wanting to go. Mm-hmm. And it's it's no other reason other than they're not ready to go there. Right. You know? Um And they may have been right initially, but not anymore. And sometimes, like, in order to find your freedom and your passion, then then you really do just have to say, like, hey, sorry, like, you got to go. Like, high performers fire people from their lives. They Mm -hmm. fire people from their business when they're not on the same page. They fire people. So You're fired. You're fired. (laughs) You're fired. Get out of my sight. You're like, this ain't working now. We got one more episode and then you're gone. Um, But, yeah, so identify what makes you bored miserable. Identify what makes you feel alive. That's number one. Two, think of your legacy. And three, release those who are not ready to go where you're wanting to go. Goodbye. You know, and and those are the three things. And quit the wrong thing now so that you can focus on what matters. Quit the wrong thing so you can focus on the right thing. There you go. That was her insightful quote for the entire episode. (laughs) (laughs) Write it down. There you go. Um, But yeah, so that kind of wraps that up. It's another quick episode, but... I really feel like it's something that helped me through, especially when I was deciding to. <laughs> Everything's fine. I'm looking at Hannah and her face just went from smiling to like, <laughs> and I was like, why is she mad? <laughs> I, think she's, I think it's the wine. Here, maybe we should pour you some more Everything's wine. Everything's fine. Yeah, let's give you more wine. Just finish it. Yeah, just finish there it. There you go. Drink the whole bottle. Okay. So, ah, lick it. Um. So, yeah, quit the wrong things now. Focus on what matters and be a high performer. Like, you want to be the top 15%. So, like... I want to be number one. Yeah, there you go. Mm, mm, and that's, mm. like, the first high-performance habit. Again, look into Brendan Burchard. He's amazing. Um, high-performance habits is his book. I suggest y'all go read it. Um, and if y'all have any questions, like, 
feel free to reach out to us or ask us and understand that we've both been there and you know Hannah's currently in a situation where she's trying to quit and I'm in a I was in a situation where I had to let go of a few things and and I did that and I'm really proud of that um you know so feel free like if there's something you're you're thinking like maybe you should quit like we're happy to have that conversation with you and prompt you and see you know if we can kind of see where you're at and and where you're willing to go with your life um so yeah if you like us leave us a review subscribe leave us a commented review that'd be really nice about how much you love us yes subscribe to our podcast share share us follow us on facebook instagram and not snapchat Twitter. Twitter. We use Twitter sometimes. I used it last week. You did? I did. On Monday. There we go. It wasn't even last week. So, yeah. Basically, we love you guys. And we hope that you have a good week and you look forward to next week. Because next week, we talk about getting out of a funk and how to struggle well. What the funk? (laughs) What the funk? We're going to name that episode What the Funk. (laughs) Getting out of a funk and struggling. How do you struggle well? Well, you're about to find out, so make sure you tune in to next week's episode. Okay. Love you. Bye.